When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Jumping right back into the action, you guys have just arrived at the oasis that you have been walking to for the day, and uh, you have just heard a merchant uh, calling at the back, and there are some some weird guys acting shady in the back, and you hear someone yell, thieves, thieves, they're stealing my items. What do you do? Uh, Juilliard just kind of, like, stands and looks around, and he says, hmm... We're not really here for thieves. Surely some other guard can probably take care of it, right? Oh, yeah, because Juilliard's, like, in a weird headspace right now. So, Dardle and Kitsa, it looks like it's up to you right um, now. I would go look for someone who's running who seems like they've stolen items, perhaps. Okay, so they are... It's two big, burly guys, and they look like they are going to be uh, attempting to scramble over the back uh, rock wall. I would like um, to run towards them oh. and use thaumaturgy to yell, stop, like, really loud. In the name of the law. Because <laughs> has got her sheriff badge. Uh, they hear you, obviously, and they look back at you, but they don't stop. <laughs> they don't stop. They're not intimidated by the, like, what is it, 5-4 tiefling? Well, uh, can you roll intimidation? Is that a th- check? A check. Yes. I'm proficient yeah, in intimidation. It. What's your intimidation mod? So we'll see if they stop. Um, I'm retconning myself. Intimidation? That's an 18. Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. That that with thirty really helps. They're like they're like in the they have ropes and they're uh like in the middle of the wall like climbing up and they're like whoa and they fall <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> they just hear what does that voice? sound effect? <laughs> 
No, that's perfect. I like to think like Wario getting like, hit with the baseball bat. Distorts my voice to be like super like creepy, like strop, like with a weird echo, and then of course they just see this like purple tiefling running towards them. They're like, ah, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Give so back bad. what you stole. What? Uh, yeah. What? What do you mean? We didn't steal anything. Can I insight check that? Sure. Do I, like, believe that they didn't steal anything? Maybe they were just running. I mean, it's pretty obvious they stole stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, so Juilliard catches up with Kitsa, and he just says, like, really calmly, you guys should listen to her. She's pretty scary. Dartle's going to be rounding way out back to see if he can sneak up behind them. Well, there's not really a behind, that like, anywhere to get behind. They're up against, they fell oh, off the already, wall. Oh, they're, oh, they fell yeah. off the wall. Okay, I'm just going to be just... Head towards them in a very, very non-threatening manner. <laughs> Just swaggering up to them, four-hundred-year-old <laughs> yeah. with your terrifying stature of three feet of gray I'm feet. I'm tall. Thank you. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like uptown funk is playing. Or something. <laughs> Let's be honest here. These thieves are, are probably like fodder. <laughs> I'm about the same height as Bruno Mars. Uh, yeah. Honestly, these th- these thieves are like fodder. So like, I'm not. I don't think Julia is particularly worried about them. Um. I'm just, Kitsa's just gonna say, I know you're lying to me, and I don't and like then, it when people lie. <laughs> her eyes are glowing at this point. Yeah, I'll use um, thaumaturgy to make my eyes glow. I don't like it when people lie. <laughs> Ooh, the, she, hasn't, she hasn't done the eyes thing in a yeah, while. I've missed That's that. Yeah, you want some popcorn? <laughs> oh, do you have some? <laughs> yeah, I have my popcorn. <laughs> you, got, you, got, uh, you got snacks at Trader's Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did that. It's such a stupid bit. Oh, I regret so much. <laughs> I pull out a candy uh, dagger. I, oh, cannot believe we did that. They are oh. so intimidated by your candy dagger, Kitsa. Like, oh, all right, yeah, all right, right, all right. She's pulling out daggers, too. This is awesome. Uh, hey, this woman kills people with candy, dude. This is wild. <laughs> this is wild. They didn't say anything about this in thief school. All right, all right, all right. And then they start emptying like their pockets and some gold falls out, a couple pieces of fruit, like big, uh, really ripe looking fruit, some pieces of cloth. It looks like they have gotten something from everybody here. Mm. Juilliard picks up the piece of fruit and like looks around and says, does anybody want this back? Is Is this free game? Does anybody want this? Uh, yeah, a short, angry merchant walks up to you and just swipes it from your hands. And Oh, okay. You're welcome. Um, Kitsa turns back <laughs> to... The... Turn. Oh, sorry. You go, you go. I was going to say Kitsa turns from that to the thieves and asks what their names are. <laughs> what are your names? Uh, the... the... <laughs> God, sorry, I come up with the stupidest idea. Um, uh, there's... One of them's uh, bigger than the other, and one of them says... Uh, I, I'm Flotsam, and the smaller one says, I'm Jetsam. <laughs> oh, no, Flotsam no wonder they became Jetsam? thieves. Flotsam did they, and Jetsam. Are they related, or did they just, like, meet up at a bar? They look they, they look like the, uh, the the royal guards from Aladdin. That's how I'm picturing them in my head. <gasps> That's okay, what I was picturing, I, kind of, actually. Yeah. Really? Okay. So they look identical, of course. <laughs> yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam. I am so disappointed in you. We're, we're sorry, miss. We're sorry. We won't do it again. <laughs> I, Juilliard, like, walks up to them and, like, kind of, like, pokes them in the head. And he says, hmm, you guys really don't look like you're kind of cut out for this thing. You guys should become, like, waiters or something. 
Wagers are good. Actually, I, I, I got, there's some, like, nice trade schools around. You can learn to do some welding or something um, with, like, fire or something, not, like, welding torches. And, uh, dude, there's libraries are always hiring. You guys can get a real job, you know? Yeah, stealing fruit doesn't seem that lucrative, to be honest. I mean, like, if you're going to be thieves, at least be good thieves and, like, find something cool to steal. Yeah, there's also a thieves guild, I'm sure, somewhere around here if you guys want to, like, go pro or something. Wait, yeah, no, but you're no, not wearing their outfits, so you're just doing this for fun? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm ne like, I'm like neutral on these things. Like people, well, can... I, no, I think people I am, should use their skills for good in ways that are constructive, and the thieves guild That's... takes some... No. Pretty interesting orders, and you can kind of pick and choose as far as I understand. I don't, I don't think know. That's, you can... that's like behavior we should be promoting. They're still thieves. It's just organized crime. That's still crime. So yeah, um, but it's cooler, and you can make like I, how about you can let's steal from the rich. As okay, you guys are honest, uh, guys arguing anyway. with each other over uh, <laughs> this, they are they have started to scramble back up the wall, and they're almost. To Damn the top. it, Juilliard. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Juilliard says, okay, come back here. So Juilliard's got a walking speed of forty feet, which I'm pretty sure what? makes his jump. Like ridiculous. How, so, how, how, oh, you're a monk. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. So Juilliard's just gonna jump and grab them both by the collar and drag them back down the wall. I thought your jump was like a function of your like. Uh, you're gonna need to like roll for that. Um, okay, make roll, me roll then. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you think this would be like athletics? Athletics, probably. Yeah. Athletics, if yeah. it's just a vertical jump, I would say. Maybe well, also, I, like, athletics in the sense that he's jumping and then has the coordination to grab them and pull them down. So Listen, Juilliard's fine. He rolled a 17. Acrobatics. Okay, yeah, you you pull him down. No problem. This is casual. Juilliard's very tall and is a very springy boy. He can jump and catch these thieves. And they go, what are you going to do to us? I don't know. I mean, probably wait for someone to arrest you, I think. Well, are there any, like, you first, Amelia? I was just going to, I mean, you guys just... I mean, they're stealing things like food and cloth, and like, it's not like they're like, they just seem they're on hard times, you know. That's a good point. So I was yeah. just gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. That's right. We're we're just on hard times. We're just trying to make it work. Okay. Hey, nobody so now asked that you've you. You've agreed with me so quickly. I I doubt you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to write them in silent. I trust you. You, you use it, buddy. But. <laughs> I have a little wisdom, so I'm going to give each of them a gold piece just to not steal from people anymore. Just take this, I, and please don't I, hurt anyone, and invest I, it in your future careers in welding school. Are we sure they're going to do that? Oh, no. So Juilliard still has them can by, I, like, the scruff of their jacket. Can I, right? like, incite them on their <laughs> likelihood to doing that wonderful advice that Kitza gave them? Yeah, go for it. All right, what's, what's my insight? Uh, let's see here. Insight. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That's a nine. <laughs> um, I should have investigated. <laughs> you can kind of tell that this is not what they would like to be doing um, with their lives. But Okay, so Juilliard still has them by their jackets, right? Yes. Okay, so Juilliard has an idea. So Juilliard, like, kind of picks them up. Like, kind of holds them up a little bit. He's taller than him. He's a dragonborn. Right, yeah. And he, and he looks at him and he says, okay, listen. We don't really have the power to arrest you, but if you don't want us to, like, I don't know, beat you up or keep, you know, pulling you off of walls or whatever, then I think you should go around to every shop that you stole from and apologize and offer your labor for free until they are re compensated for the things that you stole. And, and then use the gold coin for welding school. Yes. And then use the gold coin for welding school. Uh, roll persuasion. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You're charismatic. Come on, Juilliard. 
he rolled a three on persuasion. Damn it! Oh. It's so hard not being in the same room as you guys because the suspension just kills me. <laughs> this is so... Ah, this is frustrating beyond belief. Uh, I don't think so. Dude, I don't think we're going to do that. Okay, how about this? I can okay. smash your skulls together instead. No, we're not going to resort to violence unnecessarily. Okay. I'll tell you what. Seems pretty necessary. I'll tell you what. I got. We've already got the stuff they stole back. We're just being mean at this point. I got friends in high places. You go and get trained to do something useful. You return these items. I'll put in a good word and I'll get you a job. How much you guys? (laughs) 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 It could be persuasion. I mean, yes, it's deception. No, you're lying to them. I was lying to them, but you could have asked whatever. a seven. They are hesitant to believe you. Guys, we need one good roll. Somebody think of something. I'm just going to tie them up with a rope and leave them here. Julia, put them down. Okay. Don't run away. Don't run away. They do not. Look, I know, obviously, this is not an ideal life. But the situation you found yourself in is one that has very limited opportunities for vertical progression. You know, like you don't just go from this to like making more money. You just do this and you keep stealing things and then you get arrested and then you have to steal things to pay off your debt and then you get arrested. And I really think you guys seem like very creative, smart guys. And I just want to help you out. I don't have a whole lot of money on me right now. But I really think that if you put your minds to something, if you worked on making an honest living, you could really make something out of yourself. Roll persuasion. Please, 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 please. I don't know, Kitsa. I mean, they couldn't even really climb a wall very well. I'm not sure that they have real creativity or, you know. (laughs) That is a non-natural 20. Hell yeah. Yes! Um, uh, They go, huh. Vertical persuasion, you say. Progression, but yeah, this same thing. For progression. Pers- Did I say persuasion? Yeah. <laughs> vertical, <laughs> vertical progression, you say. Yeah, just try to make an honest living. You know, settle down, find yourself a nice girl, a nice guy, a nice person. Get yourself a family or a yacht. Not a yacht. Yachts are actually really bad for the environment. I don't think they exist in this universe. But like, really bad. get yourself, you know, what do you want in this life? What is your future um, hold? When you close your eyes, what do you dream of? Flotsam looks at Jetsam and he says, <laughs> You know, Jetsam, I've always really wanted to be a blade swallower, a performer for the people. I think I need to pursue that. I don't think that's what we meant. I, I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so Julio gets really excited and he like bends no, down no, on, his, uh... on his knees. He's like, Oh, you guys want to be performers? Yeah, you should definitely do that. I did a little bit of sword swallowing in my youth. I haven't practiced it in a while, though. You, you do? Definitely oh, do that. Can you teach no. me? Oh, no. Oh. Um, I don't know. Dartle's asleep. <laughs> Juliar kind of looks at Dilby on his shoulder, and Dilby just kind of wiggles, and he's like, mm, you should practice before I actually teach you. I don't really think that you have what it takes right now, but one day you should definitely give it a shot. Make it your dream. Go for it. Uh, do whatever. I don't know. You're Sorry, right. Means. I'm going to follow my dream. Uh, and he like runs away. <laughs> he like runs he towards just the exit. His there. And uh, yeah, Jetsam like... is just kind of like, uh, I guess I better follow him, and just kind of <laughs> jogs after him. Just pay your taxes, you hear? That's it. Garl goes back to sleep. 
Uh, so everyone, all the merchants around you were watching this very odd exchange, and uh, they just kind of start, like, hesitantly <laughs> clapping. They don't really know what just happened, but they know that you got these thieves out and that they they left the pile of stolen, stolen items uh, behind. Awesome. So Juilliard kind of ignores the applause and kind of, like, walks over to the fruit stand vendor, who I imagine is still clapping awkwardly, and starts talking to him about getting some fruit for Dilby. We don't have to roleplay this, but I just want to buy fruit for Dilby. Okay, what does Dilby like? Mm, I think he likes desert fruits. Do you have any desert fruit? Uh, yeah, sure. How Do you have money? Of course <laughs> I have money. What do I look like? Did you spend your money last episode or last two episodes? I think I still have some more. How much do I have right now? Um, where would I? Okay. I'm sure your friends also have money. I have whoa, money. Whoa, I have whoa, whoa, I have whoa. 78 coins. I have, I have 78, 78 gold still. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You give him a big old I mean, desert it's a fruit. single banana. What can it cost? Seven gold. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, five. So I feel like this is, so, this is not something I would like normally pay for in gold, but that's fine. Oh, I assume. Oh well, yeah. I mean, gold is pretty much the only currency of this podcast, so we're gonna stick to it. You know, I did um, learn that early on. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, cool. it's like so, it's five gold. It's a it's like a cactus fruit. Yay! And I give it to Dilby, and I, I imagine he dances a little bit on my shoulder. Damn inflation! Oh yeah, he he loves it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm controlling Dilby or if you're controlling Dilby. I like to think Dilby you're is you're his own Dilby. Yeah, well, I mean, I because I animal handling him, so I'm I'm assuming he's just kind of like my pet now. So yeah, I can yeah, speak yeah, yeah. for Dilby. Yeah, you can speak for Dilby. Um, cool. Does anyone else want to? Do you want to return the items um, to, to you yeah. think they belong to? At the beginning, I'd like to get. That was a girl, right? Uh, it was a person. A person. Well, whoever they are. <laughs> Wherever, whatever, yeah, you know, I'd like to make sure they get their stuff back. But, yeah, we want to make sure people get their things back. And then, like, if someone is like, oh, that's totally mine, I want to be like, is it yours? And then if it is, then yeah. Yeah, so you, uh, everyone around here seems to be friendly with each other. So you um, distribute the items uh, back out to their respective owners and shopkeepers and... Yeah, and everything seems at peace now, and everyone begins to start closing up for the night. Everything's shutting down, and the sun's going down, and it's starting to be uh, night in this desert oasis. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, as the sun is going down, you are approached by a big burly man who just came out of the inn, which is situated towards the back of the oasis uh, area and he is very large and he has a big bushy beard and he says oh hello you three you seem to be adventurers yes my name is Joram I <laughs> uh, I run the inn back over there do you need a place to stay for the night yes that'd be nice yeah well, excellent. Since you helped me and my friends and our, our small economy here, I uh, would gladly give you a place to stay for free in my uh, inn for the night. So if you want to just follow me, we'll we'll get you all situated in. Well, thank you. All right, I'm, Dartle's all about this. He's, he's heading up. Yeah, and um, you, uh, at least one of you, remembers that um, this is Junie's dad. 
Hi, Mr. Junie. Hi, Mr. Junie's dad. Why did I say that? I'm older. <laughs> hey, Sonny. Well, that's a weird thing to say to someone you're just meeting. You want to hey, clean it up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, did they already say that? <laughs> I, I mean, guess so. Yeah. He says, oh, you know Junie. You must be from the guild. Yeah, we're, we're good it's friends. Us. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I have three brand new rooms, our newest, most renovated rooms, ready for the three of you for to, to stay the night. Most comfortable. Can I oh, make sure he's not a vampire or so something? So incredibly kind. <laughs> yeah, if you want to roll insight, he seems very genuine and he's. How about investigation? Can I roll a vampire check? Yeah, roll <laughs> yeah. a vampire check. I have plus. It. I actually have plus five to vampire, so. Yeah, go for so it. So Brennan IRL has a fear of vampires, <laughs> and I really just true. want to put that out there that <laughs> this is actually Brennan making sure. His that he's favorite not a show vampire. is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's true. I also have a holy water with me in the studio right now. Oh yeah, that is true. I've seen that before. I can <laughs> confirm. I I actually am deathly afraid of vampires. So really? To, to this day, when I describe the people I like do this podcast <laughs> with, right I always bring up the fact that Brennan carries a vampire slaying kit. <laughs> I'm like, that's basically more or less who you think he is. Like, I also have like three knives in here. Like, <laughs> this is really bad. I just like to say okay. I rolled an 18 on my vampire check. Okay. I, ro I rolled a non-natural 20. Okay, he is not a vampire. Yes! Okay, good. Cool. He is a big human man. Um, okay, so if we're done investigating the man, um, <laughs> you uh, follow him into the inn, and as you walk in, it's not, it's not super impressive on the outside, but whenever you walk into the inside, it's very warm and cozy and surprisingly modern. For what you were expecting, it's got a fountain, mid-century modern furniture, etc., etc. Et uh, there's no kitchen or anything, um, but he says, "Are are you three hungry? I am. Uh, the the fruit stand guy is my best friend. I can get you some fruit if you if you want it." I actually could use something rather large, uh, a little bit gray, red, and extra juicy. And actually, when they say large, I mean anything's large to me, so that's not really a requirement. <laughs> that's such Caught an it, interesting then. way to ask for fruit, is just large. <laughs> um, I mean, whatever's really not too much trouble, we'd be happy with anything that you're willing to prepare. It's so kind of you to open your into us. Oh, of course. Of course. Anything for friends of Juni. And you, sir? Oh, Say Juilliard. Um, hmm. I think for me, I'd like a nice salad. And could you put some of that desert, that cactus desert fruit on mine? And then could I get, like, some fruit cut up into, like, slices <laughs> for Dilby? And I point to my shoulder and the gecko, who is, is now kind of lazily sleeping on my shoulder. Uh, I will see what I can do. And uh, he leaves you. And he says, you're... Your rooms are 105, 106, and 107. Fantastic. I'm going to head up to uh, to one of those. Can I have 107? One I want, really kind of want 105. I guess I'll take 106 then. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, you all head to your respective rooms, and uh, once you settle in there, um, eventually after you kind of like get yourself together you hear a knock at the door and you open the door and you see that your uh, fruit has been left by your door as if it were like room service That's so, so nice. uh, Dartle you get it an oversized uh, kind of 
dying strawberry since you asked for something gray. Yes! Um, <laughs> Amelia, so or not Amelia, Kitsa, you get a pineapple. Just and, a whole pineapple? Yeah, just a whole pineapple. Um, and, like, the tools that you need to, like, cut it and okay. eat it. And I guess I did say stuff. something that's not a lot of trouble, so. <laughs> just a whole-ass pineapple. Um, and What's a nice pineapple? Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, and Juilliard, you get, uh, your salad and some cactus fruit. Ooh, this looks good. So you guys are in your rooms by yourself for the first time in a while. Uh, what do you do settling into bed? Um, I'm actually going to take some time to, to read some old, uh, spell books. Um, I'm going to look over my, uh, copy of Concussive Spells for Crotch of the Old Men. Hell yeah. Um, and, uh, read that until I fall asleep, which doesn't take very long. Maybe three or four seconds. Okay. Um, Juilliard takes a pillow and the blanket off of the bed and puts the pillow down on the floor and then kneels on it and then puts the blanket over his shoulder. Oh, but he puts Dilby on his head. Um, <laughs> and he opens the window and then he kneels in front of the window and meditates and falls into a meditative trance and sleeps. Okay. Kitsa? Kitsa looks in her inventory. Um... Okay, so I have some parchment, so I am going to just continue sort of writing on the letters to my parents and talk about how we went to the desert and how we touched that, like, shiny thing that we weren't supposed to touch, and then it turned out to be a monster, and we fought the monster, and then we got to this oasis, and there were these people who were trying to steal stuff, but really they were just sad and they didn't have any purpose in life, so we gave them a pep talk and we returned everything they stole and it worked out beautifully because things always work out when you do the right thing. And she writes that out that letter. She writes a little letter to um, Lil, like just saying like, hey, you know, we're chilling here. If there's anything interesting that you want us to pick up you up from the Oasis or while we're out, well, you probably won't get this letter in time, so I'll just try and get you something that you like anyway. Um, and then I guess she'd also just take some time to like meditate and pray to Salune. If she can see the moon, if she can't see the moon, she's going to imagine the moon in her mind. Oh, yeah, you have like a patio. Yeah, I'm going to go out in the patio. Is the moon up? Oh, yeah, definitely. You're in the desert, of course. Well, it's, uh, it's, you know, the moonrise is different. I guess this is a fantasy world, so I guess your word is just law. Yeah, it is. It I'm is. God. You are God. Um, yeah, so I'm going to look at the moon and, like, pray to Salune and just, like, thank her for, like, all my power and stuff and how I don't always know what she's up to, but I always trust in her, and it's all great. I like to think that while Kitsa was, like, writing and, like, meditating, she could hear Juilliard's snores from next door, and there's, like, little lightning crackles as he exhales. Like, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I would love, like... Kits of fan fiction of just Kits's family reading the letters, being like, "Hey guys, like we got another one. We have a Kits of fan fiction writer right now. We do. <laughs> they we open do. up. They open up the letter, and it's like lit, like word for word Kits's stream of constant consciousness. <laughs> there's like there's like no periods or exclamation points. It's like Finnegan's Wake, but Kits' yeah. version. Oh my goodness, that'd be so fun. 
And my mom says, and my mom, and then this happens in Salune. And <laughs> it's like the video of the kid Finnegan's that's like, wake. do you ever, do you ever, do you ever, when you can. That you can do anything. He like smirks <laughs> at the end. Yeah, he smirks like he just nailed it, like, too. Like, he, like, absolutely crushed it. I love that kid so much. I want to be that kid. Total Kitsa energy. It's oh, yeah. so true. <laughs> so we sleep. So you sleep or meditate or whatever you do when you get into bed every night. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. We are going to hit the ground running today because I have a lot of stuff to talk to you about and I'm editing this episode the night before it goes up. So as you can tell, we are very busy people over here at Guildfellows Incorporated, but we've had a lot of fun with today's episode and we're super excited for the direction that we're going in. So first up on the agenda today, I want to give a personal endorsement for the Etsy shop Natural 20 Studio. I've been shopping around for a dice bag for a few weeks now, and I'm so glad that I found them because I really and truly love the finished product that they sent me. It's really difficult for me as a D&D player because I hate the feeling of velvet with my entire heart and soul but they worked with me like personally to get the exact sort of fabric and colors that I wanted. The bag is soft, it's big, and it has both a drawstring and a button clip to keep all of your dice nice and safe inside. And they were gracious enough to team up with us today to give our listeners their very own coupon code for their shop. So if you visit their Etsy shop, Natural20 Studio, that's Natural20 Studio, and use the code GUILD15, you can get 15% off anything from their store. And that code is valid until March 25th. This is not sponsored in any way. It's just an honest and truthful personal endorsement. So thank you again to Emily, Catherine, and Ariana for their beautiful bag. And listeners, go give their shop a look around because they deserve it. Our second shout out of the day goes to the SCP Play podcast, of which I am a part. Uh, We released episodes zero and one last Monday. Yeah, last Monday. And we will be releasing episode two uh, this upcoming Monday. Currently, it's available on Spotify and Anchor and it will be available on all major platforms very soon, literally any day now. We're just waiting for them to be approved on like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all that. So you can follow those updates at SCP underscore play on Twitter and Instagram. We have a merch store, you know about it. It's uh, merch.guildfellows.com. Go check it out for some rad apparel and accessories. Some exciting news, we have just updated our Patreon page. We added two new goals and updated a couple of tiers, so go check out what perks you can get right now when you pledge at patreon.com slash guildfellows. What, what, what's that I hear? Bonus content? Q&As? More frequent uploads? It's more likely than you think. So if you love what we do here, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Guildfellows on your favorite platform, and that way we can be seen and heard by more D&D lovers all around the world. Our next episode is coming out March 11th. Wow, we are really blowing blowing through these months. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for the unwavering love and support, and I will see you all next time.
Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, the next morning, you wake up, you are refreshed. It was a super comfortable room, and uh, you had the room to yourself for the first time in a very long time since we started our adventure. And uh, you go downstairs, and you go to the lobby, and you see a beautiful, colorful array of fruit laid out for breakfast. And Joram is there. He is finishing up the layout. And he says, oh, good morning, you three. How did you sleep last night? Absolutely lovely. Oh, my goodness. It was so nice. I'm so glad to hear that. I had a dream that I was flying through a thunderstorm. It was nice. Oh well, I'm. Right. If if you if that's something you like, then I'm I'm glad you had a pleasant dream. I couldn't have slept better if I was dead. Amazing. That's that's so great. This fruit is open for you to have for uh, breakfast, or if you need it later for your journey. I'm sure you have a long journey ahead of you. Mm-hmm. I'll eat some now and eat pack some away for later. I'm going to eat all of it that I can, actually. <laughs> hey, Kitsa, you should cut some of that food into slices and put the dragon powder spices that we, you got from the merchant on it and make spicy fruit. Oh, that's so good. Do they have mango? I can put, like, the chili powder on the mango. Oh, yeah, they have every fruit you could want. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. It's a rainbow. Wow, that's really healthy for us. This is, like, jam-packed with vitamins and nutrients and the energy we need to take on the day. I oh. ate just rice for so long. Yeah, this rations. <laughs> At me, Rob. I eat rice so many for most of my meals. I I have a 50-pound bag of rice I've been subsisting so, on for like a year. So my friend um, is like part Cuban, and so his mom passed down this like really awesome Cuban bean recipe, and he usually makes like a pound and a half of beans at one time. But he visited this weekend, and so we made three pounds of beans, and I, I – I'm not bullshitting you. I have a giant tub. I'm gesturing with my hands, but it's like a <laughs> like a, a two and a half foot long Tupperware <laughs> so tub beans. filled with like two and a half pounds of beans just in my I fridge, it. and what it's glorious. Fuck? I love it. All right, uh, loving the bean talk. <laughs> Sorry, I got but back. Anywho, we gotta keep. We eat our fruit. And yeah. So you. What uh, are we here again for, guys? The table tea. We need to find Tarble Tea. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you have a map. You're following a uh, path that has been pre-marked for you. So you have, like, a, a an itinerary, basically, and this is, uh, you know that this is going to be the only chance that you're going to have to stay in a nice inn before you get to the Sunset Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you have uh, a journey to continue. 
uh, ahead of you. So you eat your fruit, and are you going to do anything in the oasis while you're still there before you leave? Uh, I have something I'd like to do. Yeah? I'd like what to is go it? to Jorah and um, thank him profusely. Like, thank you so much for letting us stay here. It's very kind of you. I just wanted to know if there was anything you wanted us to take back to Juni when we're going back to the guild. Like, if there's something that you didn't want to mail or a message you wanted us to send. Because I know it's, like, really hard to get stuff over the desert back and forth. Oh, if you could. This is amazing. And he... Uh pulls on a drawer behind the front desk that he is at, and uh, he hands you um, a golden chain, and he says, if you could take this to her, I would be so much appreciative. Of course, I will keep it incredibly safe, and I will bring it to her in one piece. Is there anything else you want us to do for you? I mean, you let us say it. You're very, very nice and for free. Uh, No, of course. It was my pleasure. This is what I do for a living. And he uh, spots the letters that you have in your robe, I'm assuming, Kitsa. And he says, oh, are those letters? Can I mail those for you? Oh, um, yeah, if it's not too much trouble. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give him the letters to mail. All right. And he takes them and he uh, stows them away safely in the desk. And he says, I hope you have a safe and wonderful rest of your journey. Thank you, and we hope you have a lovely and life-affirming day. <laughs> Just day, not life. <laughs> oh! Julia, Julia goes up to him and bows to him, and Dilby on his shoulder like lowers his head too as he does it. Um, and then Juilliard just says, you have comfortable floors, and then leaves. He doesn't really know how to reply to that. He says, oh, uh, the Thank you, sir. I much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And then Juilliard smiles and kind of walks wistfully away. All right. So you guys are heading out now? Yep. I'm yeah. ready to go. <clears throat> All righty. So you set out for the rest of your journey outside the Oasis. The traders and the travelers outside as you leave the inn wave you goodbye as you head out. And they are happy that you were able to help them last night. So now you are headed back out into that harsh desert, but with your stomachs filled with the ripest fruit, you are able to push through the hard part of the journey. And as you are walking, eventually the sandstorms die down, the heat becomes a little less sweltering over a few hours, and some clouds form here and there, providing some shade on your walk. And uh, as you continue to walk, the sand under your feet turns into stone and a clear blue sky turns into gray clouds and thin fog. Your route turns into a path of craggy rock, which is forgiving to your feet after walking on sand for a day and a half. Around you, the ledges begin to get steep and dangerous, and it's uh, a little bit hard to tell what time of day it is due to the clouds and fog. And uh, as you're walking along the rocks, Suddenly, you realize you are walking along the side of a ravine, and I need everyone to roll perception. Got it. Julia rolled a seven. Oh man, that's a nat one from Dartle. Okay, gets up. Uh, I'm doing it. Perception. Perception. That's a Fourteen. 
Okay, so only Kitsa. You hear uh, just like so distant, but you can just barely hear it. You hear a small, help, help. Did you guys hear that? Nope. Hear what? Juilliard, like, sniffs. Mm, I don't think so. (laughs) Nope, I can't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, Dilby's kind of, like, looking around and sniffing as well, and he just kind of, like, shakes. I'm going to, like, put my hands out to, like, gesture that they stop moving and listen for it again, see if I can find a direction now that I'm actively looking for it. And uh, you, you listen again, and you hear a, Hello? Nobody there? Where's that coming from? Um, I'm going to yell, Hello? I can hear you. Hello? Hello? Where are you? I'm going to yell, where are you? I'm in the ravine. Um, okay, if I go over the edge of the ravine, do I see anything? Uh, roll... Mm, roll investigation, because there's fog. Roll what? Investigation. Okay. If, I think that would be appropriate, since you're investigating the ravine. Investigation is a non-natural 20. I should forget my dice all the time. This is great. Yeah, so you... <laughs> Google's <laughs> on your side. Google, yeah, Google's uh, rolling some loaded dice for you. Right. Um so, uh, Kitsa, yeah, you can see at the bottom of the ravine, the fog clears just enough that you can see that there is a small uh, water genasi boy down in the ravine, and he looks a little bit hurt. Um, I'm going to point him out to Juilliard and Dartle. How low is the drop to the bottom of the ravine? Uh, it's pretty low. It's definitely, like, dangerous um, to try to go over the side. Um it's not deadly but like um you wouldn't want to jump down there but like like is it like 30 feet is it like 60 feet it's so hard for me to like tell how much that is um okay like imagine hmm. how tall i am and (laughs) And like like... all everything like you stacked on top of each other 10 times yeah um we'll say it's like 40 feet yeah, we'll okay. say it's 40 feet. I'm mostly asking for, like, spell usage is why I'm, like, actually asking for, like, a numerical estimate. Right, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah we'll say it's 40 feet. Okay, and fall damage is, like, what, 1d6 per 10 feet, yeah? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, I am... Guys, I think I can go down and get him. Um, I think I have some rope on, wait, on me. Would you need that? Oh, yeah, rope. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, here's, um, I've got, like, 60 feet of rope, hemp rope. I don't know where I got it, but I have it, so... I mean, you probably had an adventurer's pack or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. We could tie it in a loop and send it down to him, and he could, like, tighten it around his, like, uh, legs, and we could just haul him up. That's a good idea. Hey, buddy, do you know a bowling knot? I think we would have, like, cursory knowledge of how to make basic knots. That's right. That's like a Boy Scout knot. I can tie that. Come on. We can do that. Do the Genasi have Boy Scouts? Genasi Scouts? Yes. The Genasi Scouts. (laughs) Oh, man. I want fan art of Genasi Scouts. (laughs) Order. Oh, just like little Genasi children in matching uniforms, like, going through the woods. Adorable. Oh, my goodness. That'd be so cute. Are you guys Uh, tying off the knot? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm working on the knot. Sorry. I'm we we gonna... were we were talking about Janowski Gen- scouts while we were tying the knot. <laughs> yeah. And Julia was like sitting down and like talking about it. Thinking like, about your the knot's tied. Thing. All right, Rob, throw it throw it over. Okay, so Juilliard like dangles it down and like throws it down to him and uh, wraps the other end of the rope around his fist and like braces his legs. Uh, yeah, he grabs it. All right, buddy, hold on tight. I'm gonna start pulling. Uh, if you get too close to the wall, make sure to push off gently with your legs so I can keep pulling. All right. Okay. What? One of my legs is hurt, but okay. Oh, well, he didn't say that. Okay, just uh, try to use the other foot and just be gentle. Really I'll pull you up him, slowly. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Juilliard starts pulling him up. Yeah, um, strength check for me. And if someone wants to help, you can Yeah, help. I'll assist. Yeah, assist. I'm super strong. All so right. you rolled that with advantage, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, that's a non-natural 23. Oh, yeah. You can't get a 23. Uh, you hoist him all the way up, uh, without much problem. Uh, you're a little rough with how fast you're going, and he can't really keep up. Um, but, yeah, you get him up. He says, oh, oh, thanks. I've been stuck down there for a long time. I'm gonna give him some fruit. Ooh, nice plan. Um... And he uh, takes it and he gobbles it up and he says, "My name's Nori. What's your names?" Oh, uh, I'm Dartle, Dartle Pinekeg, the world's most inconsistently voiced gnome. Uh, I'm Juilliard Woken. Hey, you're blue like me. I don't really see many blue people around. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, and my name's Kitsa, but you can call me Kit. <laughs> I love that phrase. Okay, well, thank you, Kit and Juilliard and Dartle. Where are you guys going? Oh, uh, we can't really tell you that, but you should get home anyway. You don't need to be coming with us. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. W- w- where are you traveling to? Maybe we're going to the same place. Uh, will you tell us where you're going first. While they're talking, I'm going to try and do some, like, medicine and, like, set his foot, make sure nothing's broken, and, like, make sure they're okay. Um, his, well, can you do it? Yeah, medicine check. Medicine oh, check. I got minus two to medicine I'm looking at. That's horrible. Yikes, <laughs> dude. Yeah, who thought that 16. was a good idea? 16. Okay, you can tell, um, his leg, one of his legs, his right leg, is, um, pretty beat up. Um, you can't really tell if it's broken or not, though. It's definitely possible that it, it might be broken, though. It's bleeding, it's bruised, it's... Uh, he is not walking on it, so... I'm going to try uh, and patch it up as best as I can for right now just to kind of contain the damage that's already been done. With, uh, what are you using to do that? What am I using to do that? That's a great question. Um... Oh, why do I have two feet of linen? <laughs> I, I guess so you can help Did you buy boy. it? Yeah, I mean, I have it written down in my inventory. Yeah, I don't know. Someone. This is why we need a wiki because <laughs> we <laughs> so don't true. remember shit about what we did in the past. Um, oh, yeah. I might have gotten it as a gift. Oh, who knows? It, it's written under keys to the village, which I guess we got as a gift. Maybe it was like really nice linen I bought for something. But huh. uh, what I'm gonna do is kind of like use one of my actual daggers 
to like cut some linen and make bandages and soak it in that magical healing water that we got. Ooh. So it will heal okay. his Okay, yeah, that potion. Okay. Yeah. That will diminish its effects, which I don't remember what I they mean, are. I just assume I probably can't, like, I am assume I'm using all of this healing potion. It said it, like, fills you to full health and then, um... And then oh, some, uh, temporary, right? Oh, wait, actually, maybe I'll just, instead of doing that, just give him a healing potion. Like... Yeah, that might help. I, I, like... <laughs> So just for the, the th- thematics of it all, could I, like, soak the bandages in the healing potion and wrap it around the broken leg? Yeah, for sure. And still get the healing benefits? Okay, that's what I'm going to do. And I'll mark off one of my regular healing potions. Okay. Cool. Um, While they're interrogating this child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what you said, what, where we left hey. the conversation. Juilliard says... Hey, Nori, it's pretty dangerous to be walking alone out in these mists with these ravines and stuff out. Where are you going exactly? I'm, uh, I'm headed to Baldur's Gate to meet with, uh, with a friend. Ooh, I've always wanted to go to Baldur's Gate. Like, both Dartle and Brennan have always wanted to do something in Baldur's Gate. You guys want to go to Baldur's Gate? Hey, Kitsa, you have the map. Is that on our way? Uh, Kitsa looks at the map. Is it on the way? No, it's not. It's, uh, you guys are in the mountains pretty close to it's gonna be about another half day uh to get to your destination and Baldur's gate is like way past it so it's Uh, like yeah how old are you i'm uh 14 okay we can't just let the kid go off on his own like how much trouble are you heading to Baldur's gate like why are you meeting this friend so far away by yourself i i don't know i just haven't seen him in a long time i i really miss him uh, where are your parents? They're back at home. I, I've, I've been on big, long adventures like this one before. I, I'm okay. This is my first slip up. Hmm. You've been on big, Juli- long- Juilliard's skeptical. He, like, yeah. kneels down by Nori and kind of, like, looks at him in his eyes. So his, like, big dragon face is, like, really close to him. <laughs> and then, of course, Dilby's on his shoulder. And Dilby looks skeptical, too. He's not sure if he likes <laughs> this kid yet. Um, yeah. And so Juilliard looks at him and says, hmm. Are you sure you're not sneaking away from home? You don't look like an adventurer. You don't even have a weapon. Well, I, I, my parents don't think I'm old enough to have a, a, a weapon yet, but I, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be 15 soon, and I think I I think that I have the skills already built up to have one. And I just I I I promise I've done journeys like this before. You have, you know, I have the experience, and you should trust me. Can I uh, investigate the guy? Yeah. Awesome. I feel like he's being pretty forthcoming. I don't. He's so like he's just sneaking off from home. It's a know? twenty-four. He's telling the truth. What? He's been on multiple adventures by fourteen. Yeah. Wow. He's not. Good you have him. no reason to believe he's lying to you. I went on my first real adventure when I was four hundred and twenty years old. That's amazing. Good for this kid. So Juilliard like looks concerned and kind of frustrated, and like he looks like he's kind of like getting kind of angry. So he, like, steps up and steps back from Nori, and he pulls out his sword. It doesn't, like, brandish it at him, but just, like, holds it above his head. (laughs) He said, Nori, your parents say that you're not old enough to have a weapon. Do you know why you need a weapon? What do you mean? You don't have a weapon just to go on adventures. You go on adventures, and you take weapons with you to protect yourself, because out here it's dangerous. 
Like, if I really wanted to kill you, I couldn't, I would not even need this sword. I don't even need my brass knuckles. Well, you're not gonna, you're you not gonna kill me, room. right? No, I'm not going to kill you, Nori. Because you need to go home. Because you're not old enough for adventures. Because you're not old enough to protect yourself. I know we seem cheery, and we seem young, or really old. But we're skilled. We've seen a lot of things. Horrible things. We've seen people die, Nori. I don't want to see you die. You should go home. And Juilliard she's this sword again. Uh, roll persuasion. That's a natural one. Great, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna attack us. Be like, I'll show you. That was like su- that face. was like such a good speech too. I know. Uh, I really wanted it to work, and it was a low DC, but I can't forgive uh, a one. Um, he says, "Listen, I know I understand all that, but trust me, I I've made this walk before. I can do it. This is my first slip up. I'm gonna keep going." Okay, then. Stand up. Uh, he, he is standing. <laughs> oh, I thought he was on the ground because we were treating his leg. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean... A short joke. Okay, yeah. Um, he, he stands with a, a little bit of difficulty, but uh, he stands. Okay. Uh, now walk and try not to limp. I... That's... Uh, okay. And he... Walks and he hmm, here. Oh, that's a one. Um, he falls over. <laughs> oh, yeah, poor guy. Nori, I honestly, I really do think that you can make this journey in the general sense, and I believe that you probably have before. But you got kind of injured from falling in a ravine, and it might be a good idea to just go back home and heal up before you go out to visit your friend. Because since you've already been injured, it's going to, like, really stress it out and hurt your leg even more if you continue to try and put pressure on it. Well, well, do you think you guys could help me get there? Get somewhere where I can wait for my leg to heal and then I could uh, go either home or, or continue on my adventure? Do you, could you help me? I mean, we're not just going to leave him here, right, guys? And no, then she, like, puts, us. like, dagger eyes toward both of them. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <clears throat> Juilliard just, like, frowns and looks at Nori. and But he doesn't, like, contradict Kitsa. He's just, like, disgruntled. Okay, so we are all in agreement. Um, unfortunately, Nori, we are not headed towards Baldur Gate. Baldur's Gate, and we have a pretty tight schedule that I think that we should probably stick to, since it is in the opposite direction and very far away, but you are more than welcome to tag along with us. We can offer you protection. Hopefully you're, like, entertaining or something, or even if you're not, um, you can just tag along and we'll get you somewhere safe. And he is, like, so excited, and he says, Wow, I get to travel with real adventurers! You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.